millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. favor guys if you're sticking around for the show i would sincerely appreciate it if you help us out by sharing this on your favorite social media platform if you're on rumble then hit that plus sign thank you over there on the foxhole for all the gold pills let me see nancy lucky said great show zach low country brooklyn passed out the my pillow information use code rp78 you can save a bunch of money, 800-890-4893. Low Country Brooklyn also said Galactic Troll God. Absolutely. Empress, thank you for streaming this RP. You're such a sweetheart. Judy the Ladypug dropping a cookie. Sunny Skies with a cookie as well. All right, guys. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. All right, welcome back to the program, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight, and please join me in welcoming my guests, Adina and Shelby. Guys, how are you doing tonight? All right, sorry, everyone. That actually happens to us, unfortunately, every day, so <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> uh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. All right, so uh, tell us once more. Uh, so through your job, uh, I'm sorry, I totally, you just start on your own. I'm a little flustered from the whole thing. 
Go ahead. Yeah, understandable. So to recap, I am a government employee. I'm the executive assistant to the superintendent for Santa Rosa City Schools District, which is the largest district in Sonoma County in Northern California, right by Bohemian Grove. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I've been placed on an administrative paid leave for over a month now, and nothing's been communicated to me at all. I have no idea why I'm on leave. Um, I've been calling out a lot of illicit activities pertaining to the COVID-19 and wildfire funds that have been approved by our board of supervisors. And uh, I'm sure it has something to do with that. And I started getting involved in researching these matters because my fiance, Shelby Pryor, he had applied to work at Eden Housing in around July of 2021 And they are a local nonprofit, which provides low-income housing to their residents. And on around July 26th of 2021, they sent him his offer letter and indicated all of his required documents for his start date of August 2nd. Nowhere in there did it say that he needed to be vaccinated. So on the day he was supposed to start, they told him, by the way, bring your vaccination card. And so, um, of course, he didn't take the job. And um, to this date, they refused to show us their vaccination policy, which doesn't exist. And uh, we've been in litigation uh, with them for the past year or so. And so, yeah, that's how we got involved in doing what we're doing. So at the time, Shelby, that you went in to, to start your job, Adina, were you already public with this stuff? Had you been speaking about it? Like, I guess the insinuation is like maybe they knew who you were involved with and uh, that perhaps you might not be vaccinated. No. So this I came back from Oregon, actually. Um, I run a party bus company called The Twerkulator. Um We've been on Vice <laughs> TV. Yes, I know. <laughs> we've been on Vice Television. We've been to Washington Post and The Wall Street Journal. Um I was out there as a feeler ant trying to expand on our business. I came back from the crazy 190 days of protests and nonsense. They shut down Portland, and it was just one of my favorite hobbies to go watch the protesters get beat up. Um, (laughs) And um, so I spent a lot of time uh, watching that happen. And as a black American, and yes, I said that as a black American, I've literally um, just experienced some crazy stuff. And then when I came back to California, where I'm from, Vallejo, California, um, it was just like it was like Portland on a small on a small level. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they started getting crazy. It was like everybody had to wear a mask. Everybody had to be vaccinated. And, you know, uh, originally I was going to go the route of, you know, what, just lie to these people and and, you know, blend in and, and try to be that. And my girl was like, listen, don't do that. It's going to get you in trouble. Right. Um, you know, and I have the resources to do that, but I just didn't go that route. And so by sticking up for this, we've literally spent almost to the day, uh, a whole year of dealing with COVID related matters since, since that very moment. And the craziest part was that we, after the fact, uh, we didn't know about the religious exemptions back then because we both are followers of Christ and we uh, submitted his transformation story from his church of how getting involved with church changed uh, his whole life and his baptism video. And Miss Sarah Bright Evans, the attorney for Eden Housing, had the audacity to state in an email that my fiance was lying about being a Christian. <laughs> 
It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I'm not surprised that that was your experience there in California. I I mean, it's they they really don't care about religion. And I I don't think that it matters to them, regardless of, you know, whatever it's supposed to be. They don't care if you believe in Christ, if you follow any type of religion, unless it's, I guess, you know, paganism or uh, the the religion of, you know, radical leftism, then they're not going to pay any attention to it. They're not going to submit to it. Absolutely not. And what's even crazier is since I've been back home and while I was in Portland as well, I'm constantly being told what I'm not. And Mm -hmm. that's even more crazy. So they'll tell me when I say I'm a black American, they go, no, you're not. And I'm like, well, wait, how can you tell me what I'm not? My father is definitely 100 percent black. My mom is definitely 100 percent white. And I don't understand. I could train to turn myself into a girl. They would have no problem with that. (laughs) And they wouldn't even argue with me, but they argue with me about my actual racial background. And so when I speak on black matters, they tell me I don't really have a place because uh, I'm passing. Mm -hmm. So this is like the radical left, right, whomever, all the different individuals. I constantly tell them, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I am. And so that's, it's crazy. It's offensive, you know? I I mean, like, this is the thing. The left is obsessed with identity politics, but it's only the identity that they accept or that they ascribe, you know? I mean, like, for the majority of them, you know, and let's be honest, I I mean, like, the vast majority of them are, uh, they're, they're, they're white Americans, okay, that have some level of guilt about things that have happened in the past, and they feel that they have to behave a certain way in order to kowtow at the altar of this radical leftism. And then when you have, you know, a person who doesn't immediately look, sound or, you know, act in a way that they uh, assume that you must if you are going to be in whatever it is that they believe you should be in or they uh, uh, they whatever group they ascribe you to, uh, then they're suddenly going to do the very thing that they claim that everybody else is doing. You know, it's this like uh, projection and hypocrisy that they just slather all over absolutely everything that they do. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty offensive. And to go back to your point about, uh, you know, the possibility of pretending that you had been vaccinated. You know, I've heard that they are putting people in jail in California. If you try to uh, uh, present a fraudulent vaccination id card you know i mean so that's a dangerous game i mean i'm glad that you're sticking to your guns and that you're being true to who you are and what you believe because you know otherwise they might force you into a position where you could be in real legal jeopardy exactly yeah yeah well being a black american that isn't something new to us like this isn't this isn't something that that actually it makes me fearful i'm like i said i'm from uh, an urban area. And so we're used to being kind of like treated like the sheep and, and herded in a certain way. I'm just not. <laughs> so, right, right. you know, they're not used to that. They're not used to that at all. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of, it's that idea of the democratic plantation, you know, like they want you to behave a certain way so that they can control your mind in a certain way. And when people don't follow that line of thinking, well, then, you know, suddenly you're you're dangerous to whatever that uh, level of hegemony is, that power. Well, Um, sorry, it also hit me hard. It also hit me hard because of the fact that we're it came out of segregation. mm -hmm. So now they're segregating everyone. They are. And I think it's ridiculous. 
Yeah. But yeah. Nina had something to say. So Back what to I was the going hypocrisy, to say, yeah. Yeah, just so you can understand what we're dealing with in Sonoma County, Shelby's from Solano County. I've lived here my entire life, and it's pretty much split. You're either Latino or you're white. And so I'm mixed. I'm actually uh, East Indian, Russian, German, and Portuguese, but I have my last name's Flores. So a lot, of, and I speak Spanish. So a lot of people assume I'm Latina, but we went to a play hosted by Miss Diana Grayer unearthing silent rumblings about and the whole precedence of the the play was uh for minorities to be heard and so that our white allies could listen to us and so during the closing scene they had the two black actors chuckle about the tuskegee studies as if they never happened take their masks off and um i wasn't sure why this was a part of the play they also had in the background a picture of trump's name and the january 6 insurrections that was very very interesting and so (laughs) i raised my hand to ask a question during the q a portion at the end and i asked the black actors you know are there any of you that did not want to be vaccinated and how do you feel about this? Because as a follower of Christ and a a biracial person, I'm facing a lot of discrimination and every single one of our white allies who paid $50 to hear minorities turned around, told me my question was irrelevant and to be quiet. So that's what we're dealing with. (laughs) Back of the bus, (laughs) sit down and shut up. Oh my God. I can't even with these people. It's absolutely insane. Okay. So, let, let's talk about the financial incentive that we see, you know, um, because it's very clear in California that they just want to force people to get in line and do what you're told. OK, and part of that is submitting to the vaccine. Obviously, I think for, uh, you know, for a lot of us, one of the reasons that we're not interested in taking it. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, there hasn't been any long term studies. And what we have seen in the short term is very distressing. A lot of uh, adverse effects from the vaccines, lots of health issues, you know, and uh, and I know in uh, in in, uh, um, you know, in a number of different communities across America, you mentioned you mentioned Tuskegee, you know, that's real. And it was only, you know, uh, so long ago. So, I mean, it was just in the last century, you know, 20th century. And, uh, you know, the U.S. government did some pretty horrific things with experimentation on black men uh, and, you know, black women as well. But, you know, I mean, the, the whole time what they did was give people a disease, allow them to have that disease and then not treat it. And it really causes a lot of distrust in terms of what the government is telling you. Um, you know, so I, I can think of all of these different reasons why anybody doesn't matter what color, what uh, race, creed or, or, you know, religion you are that you wouldn't want to take it. Um, but this is not an issue where you guys are allowed to dissent, where you're allowed to say, you know, I have a different opinion. What's that been like? Um, well, being that I'm a government employee who has asked the government employee, uh, employees, gov- gov- the government questions for the past eight months and I can't get a single answer that's been interesting and I'm not asking difficult questions. I'm asking why we're refusing to disclose to the public that the only vaccinations uh, available masks and tests remain under emergency use authorization. And Mm. it's illegal to mandate these products under title 21 of the federal regulations. So why are we refusing to be transparent with the public? So I've been asking questions like that, which I think are very good uh, for public to know and again i have not received a single response for 
eight months. And, and on the contrast, uh, I've received threatening letters from our county board of supervisors, well, rather the Department of Health Services in the county of Sonoma, threatening uh, to arrest me. And uh, this isn't the first time. And I've asked um, since I received that letter in January, what warranted such correspondence. And to this date, they haven't responded. So it seems that it's now illegal to ask questions, which is really concerning, being that that's a civil liberty and a part of our Constitution. Well, not and not only that, but I mean, as an employee, you would think that there would be some like open line of communication allowing you to have that conversation. You know, you've been copying me on all of these emails that I see you sending out. And every single one is very coherent. You have an organized argument. You know, you simply are just asking questions. Uh, and the fact that they're not answering, I mean, I think that speaks volumes. Uh, again, it, it, they're not interested in having a conversation. They're interested in dictating orders. Uh, they have a, a, they have a behavior that they want you to adhere to, to ascribe to. And the fact that you're not willing to, they just really don't know how to handle it. It's kind of shocking to me to see uh, the the level of just cognitive dissonance with these public servants. I mean, they're people who are supposed to be serving the people of these communities that, uh, you know, they were employed in. Uh, And rather than doing that, they're just completely ignoring you. But they're talking about you in these emails to, to each other, just not to you. It's so weird. Yes. And I've actually told the county because a lot of people don't know this. So our state approved a pooled, approved a pooled money investment account in Pfizer. And so our tax dollars, the vaccines weren't free. They're actually going straight to Pfizer. So the public should probably be aware of that. Explain what that is, because I mean, I've never heard this term until you brought it up. Yeah, so at the state treasury level, basically they can approve a pooled money investment account, and that means different counties can contribute to the pooled investment. And so what I've noticed throughout the state of California, and this is indicated on the annual audit, the GASB 31, if you look at the counties in California, which have invested in the pharmaceutical companies, they've kept their mandates intact throughout the pandemic. If you look at conservative counties, such as Calaveras, that just recently had a very large fire, they're not invested. So it seems that the science doesn't really add up there. It seems like it's all about the profit. Yeah, like there's these counties have a vested interest in ensuring that the residents of those counties are forced into taking the vaccine because, you know, yeah, the tax dollars are paying for them. uh, But then the more vaccines that Pfizer or AstraZeneca or whoever, the more they sell, the greater the level of profits and the greater the dividends that then go back into the coffers of the counties that have invested in them. That really does seem like a conflict of interest. It does. And there, I don't know how many more hundreds of conflicts of interest that are black and white. These are financials. I've proved the science, the science is illegitimate per their legal documents, but I've done it now through the financials. So I really don't know what's left to argue at this point. And what's even more concerning. So I was previously writing for the Sonoma Gazette as a freelance writer. I've taken a lot of college level English classes and I write at an extremely high level. So I know my writing skills are on point and 
I wrote about the racism in our county. And as soon as I did that, I was labeled as a Marxist by the white men in Healdsburg, which is an an extremely racist city. And ever since then, I'm no longer allowed to write for them. They won't communicate with me further. And what's very interesting is the Sonoma Gazette is owned by Mr. Darius Anderson, who you may have heard of. He owns the Press Democrat and all of the major print media sources within Sonoma County. Mr. Anderson is also a childhood friend of Governor Newsom, and he owns Platinum Advisors, who lobbies and secures um, government contracts for Pfizer and Sutter Health. So uh, it seems that, you know, that might be why they don't want me to write for them any longer. So, yeah, I mean, you just basically spelled out a clear cut uh, organization of relationships between Pfizer, the government of California, and then, of course, the media that is covering up any of those relationships and uh, any of the truth of of what's actually happened. Now, somebody in the chat said something about uh, you said pandemic as if it was something that really existed. Uh, You know, there was something called the pandemic that the government used as an excuse to shut down the country to institute mandates. Uh, you know, using this as a placeholder word, essentially, I like to say scamdemic, Adina, uh, because, you know, I don't personally um, I never saw a real impact on uh, COVID-19 in my daily life other than the mandates that they forced us into. And this is important because the rest of the country has essentially moved on from this. You know, I mean, like I'm down here in Florida and I moved here because I was in Michigan before. And they were talking about locking things down again. And I was like, why are we locking anything down? You know, why do I still have to wear a mask or why am I being told I have to wear a mask if I want to go into the gas station? I mean, what is it like in California right now? Are are, are you still like being told to socially distance and are you being told that you have to mask up in public? Well, so I run now after not getting the job that I was supposed to get, ended up running also a 7-Eleven. So that's a nationwide chain and an international chain owned by Japan, in case nobody knew that. Uh, no longer an American-owned company, but they had plastic up. They had all this stuff. My first day there, I took all of that down as the manager. I stopped <laughs> reply, requiring people to wear masks. I had about a billion complaints, and I pretty much told them they could file their complaints with my secretary under the the pretense of put it in my I don't give a shit folder because I'm not I'm not personally going to uh, go ahead and uh, be the police to and make people feel comfortable if they want to wear a mask I'm not going to talk about them for wearing a mask I do think they're sheep and weird but yeah. you know do your thing like if that's if that's what makes you tick it's not for me to tell you what to do so we've been experiencing that across the board in movie theaters and. It just anywhere. There's mom and pop stores that will straight up tell you, don't come in here if you don't uh, do X, Y, and Z. And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, yo, your finger painted uh, version of art is not interesting enough for me to come in here and want to spend money with you guys anyway. So I just find it interesting that you guys literally get ratchet on the twerculator. You're out partying all year and perfectly fine. So not too worried about it. <laughs> Well, yeah, you we're know, like at all the raves and all the crazy stuff, and these guys are out there getting it and having a good time. They're getting ready for Burning Man. We do weed events. We, I mean, you name it, we do it all, and and haven't had any issues. None of my my cohorts are are 
people are are at all vaccinated uh in within my small little tight-knit crew and you know we just have a good time and take care of ourselves and try to if you're sick stay home like that sure. just seems like common sense. <laughs> like, uh, that's, you know, something that's left the American psyche, it seems like, in the last couple of years. You know, I mean, like, there are pockets of common sense all over the place, and then you've got pockets where just people don't have any any longer. What about the impact locally on uh, on your area? I mean, in terms of, like, business and, and uh, you know, even the impact of people getting the, the jab. Or are you seeing a lot of uh, adverse effects from the vaccines? Yes. And so people call me. I don't know any of these people that have started following me. I mean, they've all become my friends, but I have about 9,000 followers and they found me literally calling me crying, telling me what happened to their child or, you know, sharing their fears. So I'm receiving that end of it. But the bulk of our county, because we do live in a very liberal county, they're very for the mandates, for masking. And as far as the effects on the economy, I have recently been looking into the funding from the banks. And basically, I knew that obviously the businesses, if they were not following the OSHA mandates, they were being fined. What I didn't realize is with the PPP loans, you are offered 100% loan forgiveness. And there's a stipulation in there that you must adhere to all of the OSHA requirements. And if you do not adhere to them, your loan will not be forgiven whatsoever, and you must repay it in full. So it's not that the the business owners have been wanting to mandate masking, et cetera. Like, for example, at the gyms, which really upsets me. Why do I want to work out in a mask? I really don't. And so basically, if they don't enforce that and they took out a $200,000 loan, Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Or whatever it may be, they have to pay it back in full. That's an absolutely fascinating way to get people to comply. I have not heard that before. You know, I um, they offered me a, a, a hundred and ten thousand dollar PPP loan, and and I was like, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to take it. You know, because there, if you if you applied, then you got like a thousand dollars, and you didn't have to pay it back. And I was like, I'll take a thousand bucks. Why not? And uh, and then they kept trying to give me this hundred and ten thousand dollar loan. And I was like, there is going to be strings attached to this that I'm not even aware of. And if they, they there's I'll be damned if they're going to make me mask up in my own house. You know, I mean, like, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, that's got to be scary. Uh, do you know how long like the the stipulation of, of adhering to those requirements is? I mean, is there a point at which a person would be safe as a business owner or is that just like forever and all time you have to do whatever we tell you well i believe that these folks have signed their life away through those loans and it's just concerning because for example exchange bank is based out of sonoma county and they have been primarily giving funding to all of the local nonprofits, which i've been looking into at large and it seems that the nonprofits are being used as a tool for money laundering rather than providing a charitable service to the community. And of course, because they're tax exempt. So if you can funnel all of your money through an organization and not pay taxes, why wouldn't you? And you can continue to control the social justice movement. For example, I was just uh, discussing with my fiance that a lot of people don't realize you can buy stock in the NAACP in their impact fund. Pfizer is one of the top 25 shareholders and so therefore that's why they are pushing vaccination on blacks because the corporations are driving the social justice movement for the NAACP that's insane i had never heard that either i was not aware of that 
Well, the other thing that's crazy with that is Alice Huffman, who was uh, previously in charge of the California-Hawaii Conference chapter, she was asked to step down in 2020 because it was confirmed that she was putting profit ahead of people. And she was actually, I believe, receiving um, through her firm that she lobbies with uh, you know, kickbacks from the pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. And to date, the California chapter is not legally registered with the state. And therefore, none of the local chapters are compliant. And so the national organization as a whole has been receiving funds, but the local chapters, I do not believe, are receiving any of those funds mm. from what I've heard. And so this is happening across the board with all of these nonprofits, and it's disgusting. What about BLM? I, I, I had heard that uh, they had millions and millions of dollars that they couldn't have account for. I mean, all you got to do is just go to the Hollywood Hills, and there's a couple of mansions there. Um, but And, and Talcum X. Talcum X just got in trouble for purchasing a $40,000 dog uh, to make sure that his parent or his family was safe from I don't know who, um, because he lives on a really nice New Jersey lake house. But uh, are, is BLM still operating or are they still collecting funds out there? Well, you know, to be honest, I don't know what BLM is doing. I mean, the lady who got locked up in Russia, they're not helping her. So obviously they're not doing much. Um, you know, uh, we have some things that are happening socially that are going on. People still all over the place flying, you know, the BLM flags and Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. I wore one Black Lives Matter T-shirt in in the Press Democrat article, and I had so much negative feedback. And the actual photo that is on the shirt that I'm wearing that says the BLM stuff is actually the 12 men who were in World War II who were sent to do some of the worst jobs, the the black regiment that was sent to think that they were going to die and not come back and given the worst stuff. And it was just a quote of, you know, basically doing the right thing, no matter what somebody is doing integrally to you wrong, um, just, you know, go and make the best effort to make this country what it can be for everyone. And so they were mad about the BLM thing and, you know, whatever the case may be, no BLM isn't doing anything here. What mm-hmm. they're doing is they're, 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 they're glory chasing. They're, they're saying, Hey, black lives matter a hundred million times in the middle of a, in the middle of the debate, but they're not talking about any processes right. as far as like helping anyone or doing anything. It's become a cliche, you know, I mean like the sentiment's great, but the organization uh, isn't doing anything to really help black America, it seems. You know, I, I mean, it, and I've seen a lot of complaints from different chapters of BLM all across the country uh, where they're not getting any money, they're not getting any help from the parent organization. And of course, as I said, that parent organization is fundraising to the tune of millions of dollars. And that money appears to be going into the pockets of the founders and to the people at the top of the pyramid. You know, I mean, like, it's not really for the betterment of the black existence in America. I mean, it's the betterment of those same elites in ivory towers. Doesn't matter what your skin color is, but those same elites are always at the top of the pyramid. And they're the ones who are benefiting from it. Well, there's some I mean, there's something to say that they want to go ahead and allow 
Uh, and nothing against my Latino brothers and sisters in the community, but they want to allow people who have illegally crossed the border to have medical coverage. Yeah. And black people came to this country unwillingly. We have no idea of where our origins are, our roots. Most of us don't even know that Africa is not a single country. It's a continent with 54 different countries in it and they don't want to go ahead and even acknowledge giving us medical coverage as black americans where's blm on that like we could go on and on and on oh no yeah no here here's the problem is that black america having had this experience you know this unique lived experience now waking up to the way that they've been used by the democrat party so many people switching sides becoming a conservative or becoming a libertarian you know anything but a democrat and uh, and they're no more you're you're they're no longer useful to the democrats and the reason they want to give that health care coverage to all of these illegals is because they want to flood the streets with all these potentially eligible voters so that when they do receive some form of amnesty and they've already had free health care and food stamps or whatever it is to help them get on their feet for the whole time they've been here, they're going to remember that it was Nancy Pelosi or that it was Gavin Newsom or that it was Kamala Harris, you know, whoever it is that's going to be running on the ballot at that time. It's and sick. what's crazy with that is, so most of my friends, as I expressed earlier, are Latino and they do not want to be inoculated and they don't, they're, they are undocumented. And so they can't tell their boss, Hey, I don't want to do this because they'll get sent back to where they came from. And so it's been a really difficult situation. But most recently, I've found per a records request something that infuriated me. So our county chairman for the Sonoma County Board of Supervisors, Mr. James Gore, was also just elected as the vice president of the California Association of Counties, I believe. And he was an, an Obama appointee to the USDA. He worked in Washington, D.C. for a long time and then all of a sudden moved back uh, to Healdsburg, where he's from, in 2013, the same year that General Dynamics decided to open a manufacturing facility in Healdsburg. And they make... Uh, large defense systems for our military. So I found that really odd. Um, so that gentleman, we have a long history with him. Uh, he's been trying to silence me. So he actually filed a restraining order on my fiance. Interesting. Uh, by the way, his wife is the first resident entrepreneur to the United Nations who has a nonprofit with Governor Newsom's wife. So that might make a little more sense. But I am very, very irritated with this individual because it's been confirmed per that records request that he has been leveraging the vaccination rates of Latinos in exchange for wine grower investments in conjunction with the county's equity office. So doesn't really seem equitable to me. So how much money do you think we're talking about being wrapped up in these investments? Millions. Millions. I mean... You're talking about like tens of millions. I mean, like certainly a significant amount. Yes, tens of millions. Yes, yeah. and uh, it's it's all interconnected. It's every single nonprofit. It seems none of the money is going to where it's supposed to, and it's quite concerning that Mr. John Trotter, who was overseeing the Wildfire Trust 
and I kid you not, to babysit the wildfire trust for the wildfire victims, he just resigned about a month or two ago. He was receiving a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a month. Holy and that's geez. yeah, it's quite it's quite odd because every fire victim who I've spoken to hasn't received a dime. So it's quite excessive for babysitting. No, no, that, that's a huge issue there in California is the wildfires. And I mean, like, how many people have lost their homes over the course of the last couple of years? I mean, thousands. Yeah, probably a couple thousand through L.A. Uh, up to the Oregon border and not to even talk about Medford and places in Oregon that burnt as well. So lots. And while I want to believe these are natural disasters, I find it odd that the United Nations, where Supervisor Gore's wife was the first resident entrepreneur and also the vice president of global partnerships for the United Nations Foundation as well, who, by the way, they're currently partnered with Pfizer and Bill and Melinda Gates and mm-hmm. the others. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that is the theme for this year. But Mr. Darius Anderson, who I referenced earlier, he also founded Rebuild North Bay. And they are an organization which supposedly was supposed to give immediate immediate relief to the fire victims. And mind you, uh, Supervisor Gore's wife, Elizabeth Gore, was the president of Rebuild North Bay. And so far, again, nobody has received funds. And it's quite odd that uh, multiple members of that board are either employees of PG&E or lobbyists for PG&E. So it seems that um, they are acting as a lobbying firm rather than providing a community service. And they were actually under investigation about a year and a half ago uh, for, for that matter, which I still need to investigate further. This is uh, so incestuous. It's like every uh, can. Do you think you can like plot out the uh, uh, like like the the family tree that we've got here? Like, I mean, tell me like where money is coming in and how it's being distributed out. So uh, I think my friend who literally was just calling me right now. So shout out to Miss Deanna Oliveras. Uh, she asked me that earlier. Everyone's asked me this. And if I have a team of people, I have a photographic memory, which is why I've been able to recall all of these individuals. But I need a team to put this together because it's been a bit of an overwhelming project for me to accomplish. I find sure. new new uh, folks to add to the mix daily. Okay, so let's see if okay, so obviously the PPP loans, you've got money coming in probably from the federal government that's going to be going into like, you know, the state uh, coffers. And then you've got like tax money. You've got uh, various funds from nonprofit organizations. And of course, they're getting donations from private individuals, from corporations, maybe also grants from the federal government. Um and then uh, and then you've got money from the pharmaceutical companies that they're probably putting into these various things. But you mentioned something earlier about the uh, 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 Sonoma County. You know, I don't know much about like the wine country, but how does that play into this? So we are located right next to Bohemian Grove. Yeah. And so it's been quite interesting uh, on that regard. And for example, it seems that we have a lot of plants directly from the White House. I've been looking into the ancestry of all of our elected officials. And for example, 
Mr. Robert Pittman, who is the deputy county counsel for the Sonoma County Board of Supervisors, I've confirmed per records request that he has continually discussed my inquiries behind my back, confirmed that I was right, and then refuses to communicate that information back to me. So quite interesting. And Mr. Pittman, ironically enough, is married to Gregory Jenkins, who was a, a previous assistant to the White House. And he runs North Bay Strategies in Sonoma County and is actually uh, creating so he does communications for large corporations such as Alibaba, where he was a previous director, and they are driving the national misinformation campaigns. And so I found that interesting. Another good example is the chief health, chief uh, financial officer for the Sonoma County Health per, uh, Services Department. His name is Paul Wood. And I had looked at, at his LinkedIn profile and through present date, he indicated at his position for U.S. economists that he consults for pharmaceutical companies. So I filed a complaint with the Fair Political Practice Commission who makes sure that there's no conflict of interest in public contracts. And as soon as I did that, ironically enough, Mr. Wood modified his LinkedIn profile and changed changed his dates of employment that to uh, an end date of 2014. So I've continually... Oh, yeah. And then to refer back to Mr. Jenkins, uh, he uh, was conducting business for Alibaba and Supervisor Gore's wife, Elizabeth Gore, has launched a non, or I think they're a for-profit business called Hello Alice, and they've been giving uh, those grants that we were referring to, and th they're actually partnered with the NAACP. By the way, they're a co-owner now, so they've been uh, distributing grants. And so, after I called out the fact that I believe Mr. Pittman's husband and Mr. Gore's wife may be conducting external business dealings. Mr. Jenkins removed the entire client page from his website. So <laughs> I can <laughs> You wow. also missed one of the notes too earlier. Um, we also had a surplus in funds that Gavin Newsom came out in the California paper to talk about that could have helped many families and many people go ahead with the impact of COVID and the other things, but they're not talking about where that surplus is going. And that's a large sum of money we're talking about. We're supposedly in the positive. So where's that money being distributed as well? I mean, I think it's probably just going into all these people's pockets. Well, what is the process? Okay. So you've identified all of these issues and you have tried to bring it up with some of these people who are involved personally. And obviously they're just completely ignoring you because probably they know that if they do that, they can get away with it and they have all of these other connections and they can say, hey, just don't answer Adina Flores's calls or emails <laughs> and this problem will eventually go away. Is there another process that uh, that you can possibly go through to get some of these people held accountable? No, that's it. <laughs> no. So everyone asks me this continually, and I've been doing this for so long. Like, I drive Shelby crazy. I literally <laughs> do this every day. <laughs> I mean, I'm just used to being black in America. So, like, all the people when they're like, oh, my God, they're making us wear masks again. I'm like, and they won't let me go in this business. I'm like, welcome to 1945. Yeah, so what I've been trying to explain to people is, you know, the government at this point, the individuals who are high ranking in the offices, 
these same families have placed people in positions of power, and this has happened for centuries. This is how, for example, the Pelosi's, the Newsom's, et cetera, maintain their wealth. Right. So that's not just at the federal level, that's at the local level, too. And I can't speak to other states, but most definitely, definitely in California. And so when I'm trying to report these things, for example, I was I just was just trying to seek legal representation. And supposedly in the entire county of Sonoma, they do not offer a single civil rights attorney. And so that's that's a bit odd. It's got to be bullshit. There's no way. There's but no the way. Bar Association is also funding the NAACP, so that makes a little bit more sense. And so where I've been able to find the most success is through the Fair Political Practice Commission, who I referenced earlier, because it's black and white. If I send you know, a contract and can show how there was a conflict of interest, for example, recently... I've been inquiring why we've continued to allocate investment funds to entities which are not legally incorporated with the Secretary of State and they also have not filed with the IRS. So there's no record of where the money's going. And being that the departments must verify those employment identification numbers upon establishing a contract with a vendor, I've asked why that's not being done. And Mr. Pittman, who I referred to earlier, Deputy County Counsel, per a records request, he verified that that is correct. That's what's supposed to be done. Didn't communicate that back to me. I already know that that's standard at, at any government agency. But again, I'd like to know where millions of dollars are going. And that's probably why uh, they refuse to interview me. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty insane. I mean, this is uh, a, a, a large a large scale grift of like the highest order. I mean, everybody has their hands in somebody else's pocket and they're all watching each other's backs. Like nothing can ever get done. I mean, the only thing that I can think of that might make any sense is, you know, a, a, a more powerful agency coming in and forcing them to submit. But it's so broad. Like there are just so many different individuals and organizations that are directly involved and are profiting off of all of this criminal activity. It's pretty insane. And the hardest part for me, in all honesty, like I can walk through the process of my research to show other counties how to do what I'm doing. The most difficult thing for me is I literally have to beg and plead for people to just raise their hand on a Zoom mm-hmm. to physically show up is, you know, it's like pulling teeth. And so I'm one person. But what people don't realize is my one voice and Shelby's voice have gotten us so far. But I keep getting a lot of excuses that people are scared to say something. But, you know, if you're hiding behind a Zoom screen and nobody can even see you, I'm sorry. At this point, that's an excuse. Like, I'm really sure. done with excuses. We've put everything on the line to help our community. And people are sitting back and watching us lose everything while they're waiting idly by. So, so hopefully we you know, we can handle this for them. So that hasn't really uh, been sitting well with me, but I have been having success with the Fair Political Practice Commission. For example, I filed um, I filed a sworn complaint in January and the Press Democrat uh, print media, which I referred to earlier, they published my article confirming that around 80% of the designated filers for the county did not disclose their personal financial interests as required. 
And because that article got so much traction online, they refused to even print it, which never happens. So that was interesting. And the entire health services executive team for the county did not file a statement of economic interest. And so Mr. Paul Gullickson is the communications manager for our county. He previously worked at the Press Democrat as the senior uh, editorial director for around 20 years or so, and then came to to work for the county in around, I believe, early 2020 or so. And so Mr. Gullickson, after they received that uh, letter from the enforcement division at the FPPC, he filed his assuming office statement and I resubmitted a new complaint because he still omitted his wife's sources of income and his personal investments. And I've been doing some digging into Mr. Gullickson and his father, ironically enough, Mr. Conrad Gullickson, sat on the Stanford Hospital Board for the longest time, I believe, in history for about 23 years. And this was during the time that MK Ultra was being conducted at Stanford University. So I found that really interesting. And it's just ironic because Mr. Gullickson has been the spokesperson in the Press Democrat for financial transparency. But as indicated in the letter I received yesterday, he actually had to take a class for the past few months uh, under the Political Reform Act to teach him how to complete a statement of economic interest because he failed to do so. So I've been continually calling these things out. Can't get a single answer. Jeez, oh, Pete. So so who's supposed to have jurisdiction here? And are 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 the infractions that are being made uh is it like a criminal or a civil matter like if somebody was going to be punished what would the punishment be and who would be doling it out so it's civil and the greatest avenue that i'm trying to go after right now for i think it's a federal gov code or maybe a california gov gov code um is fraud and natural disaster and i can't recall the number off of my head but that's something tangible that we can pursue um also joe biden today did us a really 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 big favor he went ahead and actually did something that made sense but he didn't think about it was that he signed into uh, uh basically a uh, stipulation of you know they signed all these paper all this paperwork anyway for whatever bill they're trying to pass or whatever they're doing to kind of override what's going on anybody who's uh fraudulently received uh these PPP. covid funds yes that they're going to go after them so now he's kind of like made this double-edged sword where these people that we're dealing with could be held liable by the federal government um to answer the question as to what could be done um i'm gonna be honest uh i think that all the surrounding states maybe excluding oregon because it's pretty much california extension yeah um should stop doing business with us shut down the border as far as uh trade and commerce and uh exclude california and let's see if they're really a big economy like they say they can and can feed all the people here and do all the things i mean i i will book it hightail out of here when that happens but i think really that's what it's going to take it's going to take the rest of the country not participating with california and kind of segregating them and putting them on timeout until the the government officials see what's going on because once the people start to suffer the ideology would be that the the people who are going to get blamed for their suffering is going to be the people in power so Mm -hmm. that's, that's what i think really would be 
be be the way to go. So I actually I just read about that actually this afternoon while I was like preparing and stuff. And uh, I think you're right. I think that is probably like the, the most likely way that you might be able to have someone take action, because, I mean, there we go. It's probably going to be handled by the DOJ, maybe the FBI, if we're talking about a large enough, um, you know, mismanagement or, you know, fraudulent usage of these funds. But, yeah, I are you guys familiar with the new California initiative at all? No. OK, let me I've tell heard you a little bit, but I'm not really I'm not really tuned into it that much. I got too many other things going on. It's all right. I totally feel you. But I would like to put you in touch with the people that are, are behind this. So uh, the premise is that California is so horribly and criminally mismanaged that the bulk of the landmass of California uh, would prefer to secede from Sacramento. Uh, Jefferson like, County. So you're talking well, about Jefferson County, guys. It's slightly different. So Jefferson is it's the same concept, um, but it's a specific area and it's not based in constitutional precedents. So uh, if you look at like Virginia and West Virginia, West Virginia seceded from Virginia, create became its own state. There is, uh, and I believe like North and South Carolina, the same thing. So there is a constitutional roadmap and a pathway uh, to to do that and uh, and to make it happen. Okay, it's legal. It's been done before. It's just that it hasn't been done for a long time. And uh, the powers that be want to remain in control. And the idea of the majority of California becoming a whole new state leaving Sacramento, I believe it would be Sacramento, a little area of uh, San Francisco, and then a little area of Los Angeles. Those three uh, uh, landlocked areas in California would remain as the original state of California. They would uh, retain the burden of all of the debt and all of the financial mismanagement that's in place. But then all of the land rights, all of the water rights, uh, and then all of the governance for all of that extra area, which would become New California, the 51st state, that would all go with California. And the process by which this has uh, been started, it, it's they had to go to every single county in the state of California. They had to like read off a list of grievances. There was like a petitioning process, and they've been slowly going through it over the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, there's a, a man named Paul Preston, who is kind of like the, the public spokesperson for it. And uh, and he's been like handling it. But there is essentially like a government in exile that's being set up in New California. And they are trying to break away specifically because of the issues that you guys are talking about. You know, I mean, I hate to say it, but. You know, everything you're describing, it really sounds like there is no hope for any kind of justice. You know, I mean, like these people have been getting away with this for so long and they're all criminally criminally liable in, in what they're doing. You know, I mean, they protect each other. They ensure that nothing ever changes, nothing ever gets done. And as a result, it just keeps sliding farther and farther down and they just keep using the people of California uh, and subjecting them to, you know, further disgrace, essentially. You know, I mean, it's crazy that what they're doing with, uh, you know, flooding the state with uh, illegals and then 
abdicating any type of responsibility to the citizens of this state. You know, I mean, like the people who were born there, the people who are, you know, are they're the ones that they were elected to represent and to take care of. And then, of course, you have a whole bunch of unelected bureaucrats that are essentially protected by, you know, just about anything because, you know, they're part of the government. They're going to do whatever they want. But I think you guys would probably really be able to uh, uh, to do some good work if I was to put you in touch with the people that are working to create New California, because I think it would solve um, all of it. Before I knew, I didn't know much about that, so I appreciate you speaking to it. Somebody actually, my friend Amy Ziegler, put me in touch with Paul Preston oh, about two days ago. So yeah, we're it's in the works. Well, so one of the issues, one of the issues you didn't mention though, um, so in the last election, they put on the ballot whether they wanted to even consider breaking California into these different groups. And there were two groups, the Jefferson group and the group that you're talking about. Um, the reason they're worried about it is because they would retain Sacramento in this weird sliver that would cut into my hometown of Vallejo um, and basically the whole Bay Area. Then you would have L.A. and in the outskirts would all be farmland. So you have to understand exactly what I was talking about, which is cutting off the, the, the resources for these individuals, because what people don't know about California is even though it's a giant state, the outlying lands are conservative. So there's more red in California than there is blue when you look at the farmers, the the people who actually do agriculture, like all the agricultural stuff, all the water stuff, all the things, the resources that the Silicon Valley has comes from these people. So if they were to separate themselves from that, they would have a major issue. They would have they oh, yeah. would they would be basically subject to whatever those outlying areas were. So they were like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We absolutely don't want to discuss that. It's ludicrous because we have absolutely no way to to feed ourselves. They would have to depend on China. Yes. They would have to depend on other countries. And those other countries pretty much are like, yo, if you ain't got the money, we ain't going to send you the stuff. Right. So <laughs> they're, 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 they're like, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big chase your tail on that. And, and it, it's not hopeless. It's not that it's hopeless. It's that um, it's hard to get people activated when they're so entrenched yeah. in misery and sorrow and, and struggle and strife. Like, how do you go to a board of supervisors meeting at 11 o'clock in the afternoon and or well, 11 o'clock in the morning and it goes on until seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And you have kids, you have bills, you have, you know, places that you're obligated to be. Like nobody's able to participate in governance. And in the Latinos to, to strike on that, this is a sanctuary state, mm -hmm. but being a sanctuary state, what does it offer them to go ahead when I can't employ them to come work for me, but they can stand out across the street and have people come randomly pick them up to go ahead and do little menial tasks to keep money in their pockets so that they're not out robbing and pillaging and stealing and taking a bunch of things like it makes absolutely no sense the bureaucracy of this state. Period. Well, and that's the thing. It's it it doesn't make any sense, and that's by design because they want to artificially keep wages and prices low while making sure that their profits remain at a certain level. And the only way they can do that is if they are keeping people in this kind of like illegal limbo stage. You know, I mean, they want to be able to pay somebody five cents an hour or whatever it is that they're paying them to to do the task. 
Uh, and they want you in programs. What yeah. it is is they want you in programs that they run and pay themselves these crazy, large, exorbitant amount of funds mm-hmm. to run, and they pay themselves while you get pennies and, and, and keep having to come back and keep going through their pro- – oh, well, you didn't do this. Do the next thing. There's a show we've been watching called The 3% where they talk about this process. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that Netflix puts this out as kind of like a programming, right, to get you used to the idea like, hey, big government, we're totally about helping you, but you got to go through these things. And if you got to swindle and hurt and hustle other people in the process, the process, we're not tripping as long as you can jump through these hoops that we're asking you to in order to, uh, you know, appease us and do what we need to do. And it's, it's well, crazy. if you make it to the end of that process and appease the process itself, as far as murdering people or whatever you need to do, once you reach the finish line of the purification part of it, uh, they sterilize you through a vaccine. So you don't have children and they don't inherit your traits. So yeah, it yeah. seems like it's what's happening right now, but what do I know? <laughs> Well, you know, and of course, the people who are being victimized and terrorized, are it's the working class. You know, I mean, it's not that elite class. They've already made it. You know, I mean, they are part of uh, this, uh, this this like League of American royalty. And so, you know, what do they care if the people who are being shot, robbed and raped, you know, are not part of their clique? Well, yeah, and it's even crazier because, I mean, like, for example, today, I ended up uh, running into a woman who claimed to be a pathologist, all this other thing, all these different credentials. And she was telling me uh, the fact that they have an authorized use version of the vaccine, which is completely entirely false. No, they have an authorized use. They don't have, they don't have an they don't have an approved authorized right. use version of it. I mean, there's no liabilities. Let's make that clear. Yeah. So she wanted to go ahead and argue with me, and her whole argument was, "Well, I drive a Tesla. What do you drive? Are you? Sh- <laughs> wow. Are you? Serious? I'm not going to take my advice from you because you drive a Tesla. And I wanted to say to her, and I'm a very very sly cut you like a ribbon with my tongue if i want to mm-hmm. but i didn't i i wanted to tell her i was like yo you're like a morbidly obese woman who's trying to tell me about health i wouldn't take any advice from you about how to jog <laughs> i wouldn't take advice to you on how to drink water i wouldn't take advice from you about a single thing that comes from my health based off the fact that you're coming into my store buying cigarettes for your morbidly obese sister who comes in and visits me on a regular basis. Uh I don't understand the health portion of what they're talking about. It is the most crazy asinine thing on the planet. And if your only argument is, well, I have monetary stuff that shows that I'm credible. I don't care if you own a Tesla, you can get hit in a crosswalk just like I can. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, this is, is crazy. this is another aspect of that uh, left wing indoctrination is the, the control and uh, the redefinition of words. You know, I mean, like they will take the meaning of something, twist it and change it into something completely different. It's like the idea from the left that, you know, viol- or, or uh, uh, hate speech or, or words or violence. You know, I mean, it's like whatever they consider to be hate speech. You know, you refuse to call somebody by their preferred pronouns. And that's uh, the same thing as like punching them in the mouth. No, not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. I was standing inside my store and I literally had somebody call me a nigger in my store and I didn't punch him in the mouth. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. and I should have, but I did not. I told him to get his things and get out. These people are the most sensitive, cupcake-loving, <laughs> crazy people on the planet. Like, if we have bred a bunch of people into softness, they have no idea what it's like to be anywhere else in the world. We are the number one country in the world for a very big reason because we're resourceful. Mm-hmm. We do the things that we need to do most of the time. And even though we don't get along on every issue, we're not out destroying our neighborhoods, bombing each other, killing people in the streets, stealing their their resources, doing that. We do not see Afghanistan. We do not see Iraq type uh, conditions here. Not in most parts of this country but it's turning into that slowly because of the the indoctrination of your feelings like you can go kill somebody as a 16 year old kid and not be considered uh, a murderer Mm -hmm. like come on they're they're, they're, like you're still a child you know the difference between you're here and you're not like these people are literally completely out of off the rockers they don't have any clue what to do except for keep us confused so we're not paying attention to mm-hmm. what they're doing. That's right. That's right. People are at each other's throats rather than paying attention and understanding the issues. Because if they were paying attention and they did understand what was actually happening, their anger and their frustration would be directed in a completely different direction. You know, as long as we are preoccupied with each other and like, you know, these like base issues, things that they can use to divide us. Uh, then people aren't doing what you guys are doing. I mean, you know, it's 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 pretty it's it's pretty amazing to be honest. Like what you guys have been able to accomplish, you know, just being two people. You know, the things that you've said tonight. I mean, the amount of connections you've been able to make. I mean, that's you know, you you, you see teams of people coming up with half as much information, you know. Yeah. There's also an application I want to tell you guys about because I think that it might be very handy. It's called uh, The Brain. It's free, and it's a mapping tool. So it allows you to take... It basically creates like a a tree of connections. And so you can start with, say, one nonprofit, and then you can link it to a series of individuals. And then you can link those individuals to other organizations, and then those other organizations to other organizations. And it's this 3D map, and you can like pull it around and look and see who's connected to who and what those relationships are. And it's very, very helpful when you're doing deep research like this. That sounds very helpful. And while I have a photographic memory and can repeat this to everyone, it's very hard for them to follow along. So having a visual would be much appreciated. And it's pretty terrible when I literally, because I have so much truth to share, we did buy how many watts is our speaker? We have a 400 watt speaker that we use currently. And the county went ahead since we protest them on a regular basis, uh, upped their wattage to their sound system because their old sound system was being drowned out by our 400 watts worth of speaker. So now we're going to be raising funds and appropriating funds to get an 8,000 watt speaker. And if I really wanted to go crazy with it, I'd try to get a void sound system so I can really let them hear what it's like to uh, be at a concert grade level of sound. And Shelby's special skill of this year is letting me talk. <laughs> thank you. So, <laughs> thank oh, you. Oh my gosh. So what I was going to say about the speaker is that, um, yeah, I've literally been out there and it's very out of my character because I'm super soft spoken and quiet. And so I've been out there like yelling profanities just to get their attention and they won't publish me. 
that's how bad it is. And I was supposed to be featured on our local radio station last week, KSRO. And so they recorded my full interview. Is that the one that I saw on Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he live streamed the raw footage. And And that's why my Instagram won't let me uh, go ahead and continue any more live streaming. You weren't even saying anything like outrageous. I mean, I I just I'm really surprised that that's the reason. Well, I guess nothing surprises me nowadays, but it's it's patently ridiculous on its face that that's why they would uh, cancel your Instagram or that it would be considered too controversial. I mean, I'm sorry, please continue. It's I'm just blown away. Yeah. And so basically I interviewed with them. They recorded my interview. It was supposed to air last Thursday, I believe. And they had me sign a disclaimer, which states they don't investigate any of the statements brought forth, nor do they take liability. 30 minutes before my interview was supposed to air, they pulled it from airing and the vice president of operations, Mr. Jim Murphy at KSRO informed me that they need to take the adequate amount of time to research my statements brought forth to make sure that they're appropriate to air. And so Even that's though they told you that they don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because the disclaimer, it's a bit of a hypocrisy. And so after the matter, I went ahead and decided to research Mr. Lawrence Amaturo, who owns the Sonoma Amaturo Media Group, uh, which KSRO and all of the local radio stations primarily fall under. And I found it interesting that Mr. Amaturo's uh, family foundation based out of uh, for Lauderdale, Florida, they possess nearly $25 million in assets. That was as of 2019, so it may be increased currently. And they donate primarily to Catholic charities, but they hold a large, large amount of stocks in all major pharmaceutical companies and Chinese corporations. So they that makes it a little more interesting. And that particular radio station, as I referenced Exchange Bank earlier, they received uh, between a $350,000 and a million dollar PPP loan from Exchange Bank. And they were also partnered with them for the roll up your sleeves vaccination campaign in Sonoma County. So I believe the facts that I have to share would probably derail their profit margin. Absolutely, they would. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. It's like you can't get away from it uh, any anywhere you go, every single organization, every single outlet. Uh, what what about like uh, and any have you had any other exposure from other media outlets there? I mean, like we've the paper, obviously, they've they've uh, they've they've they're not going to do anything. The radio station, they're not going to do anything. What about like local television or like any other news channels? Anything? So I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. They these families have a monopoly on everything. For example, Mr. Greg Jenkins, who I referred to earlier, not only did he work in the White House, he was also a producer at Fox News. And so they control the media under every facet. And as I start to follow more of these family lines, it's very, very apparent. It gets even crazier when you look at the fact that they open up their businesses in places like Texas Mm -hmm. and they don't like these red states, but they like the way that they do their business as far as taking their taxes, allowing them to earn their wages without taxation through multiple streams of stealing money from you. So they move to their businesses to these places, places like 
106.1 KMEL, for example, there were bought out by a company who owns iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. And so those individuals are running um, the campaigns and the ads that are in, in coherent to what she's got going on when she's talking about uh, Mr. Darius Anderson and all these other individuals. What's crazy about this is 106.1 KMEL is a hip hop urban radio station. Yeah. In the black community that when I was a kid, we never were worried about any of that. We were listening to the latest Mac Dre album on there. We were sure. listening to stuff like that. Now they're pushing, go get vaccinated, go do this. It's because they're the ones running and then they're taking their companies, running them to Texas and then, you know, hiding there underneath the umbrella of, of not being taxed. And so to refer refer back to my interview with KSRO, I found it very interesting. So after I referenced Mr. Amaturo, the very first thing in the morning at around 8 o'clock a.m., I received a, an extremely threatening email from Ms. Nicole Jaffe, who is an attorney on behalf of the Community Foundation. And I was told that I've been harassing her client and I need to cease doing so immediately and not reference them on any of my social media channels. And I found that interesting being that Mr. Amaturo's uh, charitable foundation, I believe, is partnered with the Community Foundation. So it seems that they shared my information. Mm. And I asked Miss Jaffe for a record of my correspondence to her client. She claimed that I visited their office multiple times. I've only done that on a single occasion. So I asked for clarification and uh, she told me to direct all inquiries directly to her. I've done that. She refuses to answer a single question. The only thing I've asked is being that a regional affiliate must be included as a subordinate on the form 990 with the IRS or have their own uh, form 990 completed. I've asked uh, for that paperwork. If she can confirm the tax ID and I don't think I'm asking anything very difficult. I had tried to communicate this to her client in four different emails and they refused to respond to me at all. And then I received a letter that was extremely threatening And that was the same thing that happened to me with the county. They didn't like my questions. Our health officer, Dr. Sundari Mays, um, I'm very concerned that she's our health officer because she's it actually was published in the paper recently that she's not only had one DUI within the past few years. She (laughs) had one when she had us all on lockdown. She was out uh, drinking and driving and got a second DUI. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Paul Pelosi. Yeah. Worse. But it's worse. I mean, Pelosi, the, he, you know, that's Nancy Pelosi. But this woman literally doesn't even live in our county, no. runs our county, and then is in Oakland, a black community, drinking and driving and doesn't care about the health and sell, safety or welfare of any of its community members. Right. If she would have killed a black person, how would they have covered that up? That's they- some of the questions I have. How If they killed anybody, how would they cover that up? But the thing is, is that this is what we're facing. We're facing hypocrisy 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. At every turn. All right, you guys, we've opened up the phones. We've got three people on the line. We've got Sean Anon, Don Ferrando, uh, Dan Ferrando, excuse me, and CJ Moondan. So let's bring in Sean first. We'll see what his question is. And please, you guys, if you have any questions for my guests, if you have any comments, if you are a resident of California, and Sean, you're on the air. I don't know where you went, but... (laughs) 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.